We advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. King. You know, I would say yeah. they say secret oats in the live. Yeah. It's that semen floats. <laughs> Gross. I've never uh, seen that one. Uh, semen floats. I don't know. Never it came, never really came in the bathtub. Really never does. done that. I have in the toilet. It does. In the toilet? Like you dripped yeah. off into the toilet? Yeah. That's yeah. The, <laughs> it's the most efficient. It's the most efficient way. I do bit, you have to imagine that be very like, efficient. Yeah. You have to lean over and put like one leg in there to get your boner to push down? Uh, no. one leg in there. I'm trying somewhere. to say if your boner was standing up, like you had to bend over and push it down. Your boner. If just you're goes, gonna do it that way, I guess. I I'm saying if yeah. you're standing there and jerking off, is your dick not just pointing towards the sky? There. You just sit straight. Just like, yeah, you got to kind of yeah, yeah, a little lean. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. got to get a little lean. Of course. Yeah. Trying to make me like I'm a weirdo <laughs> over here. You're the one way. jerking <laughs> off in the toilet. With what do you fucking... mean? You're talking about the shower, <laughs> not the bathtub. I'm saying your boner's pointing slightly up, at least, right? I mean, it points wherever you want it to. You just got to aim it. I can hold a wet towel, bro. I can't push that shit down. <laughs> I'm kidding. I never came in the toilet or the bathtub. <laughs> just the shower. Yeah. I've come in the shower before. <laughs> Semen floats. Yeah. That yeah. was the moral to the story. That was the moral to the yeah. story. What about a public pool, though? Oof. Oh. So we have a uh, whiskey to try brought to you by the infamous Matthew D. Adams. Is he infamous? Yeah. <clears throat> it infamous, is... I would say. I'm skeptical of this whiskey going into it. Yeah, it looks very generic. A couple of different reasons. First off, it uses a straight-up Star Trek font. Let me see the font. I didn't catch it. I really didn't look at it yet. No, that is kind of Star Trek. That's not kind of. That is Star yeah. Trek font. It's the Star Trek Someone font. snuck it in there. It's, just a star, like, uh, it's the Star Trek yeah. font. Yeah. And there's a big picture of a moon. They and didn't whatever. Know, though, and then it says, bourbon whiskey aged in wine barrels with pistachio nuts. Yeah, I'm gonna be allergic. Yeah, I don't like pistachios. It's. I was gonna say it smells like it does smell a bit nutty. Does it? Hmm. There is a weird little. There's a little. Yeah. There's a oh, little it thing is at the nutty. End. So it said that they had the idea on the back of the bottle. It says that they were sitting around a wine orchard, drinking white wine and sipping on bourbon and eating pistachios, and they realized, hey, this flavor combination is great. Why don't we do it? It was like, hello, this one here. Hello, is that's just a dangerous which, conco- yeah. that's like a, that's a, I don't want to set that precedent in whiskey baking. It, it makes me wonder though because you said you or Zach when we we're doing mind frame this last week said that some whiskeys are just white wine that have been flavored. Oh, he said that. Yeah, that Zach said that. He said that, that there's that was some the case like naming fireball. Yeah, like fireball is just like white a lot wine of the and they flavored, put cinnamon. That's in why it. it's shit. The flavored whiskeys aren't whiskeys; they're white wine. That's and then they the, said they were sitting around with white wine and fucking that explains garbage. And bourbon. They were they oh, were okay. sipping bourbon. My yeah. danger here is like, what if these guys were sitting around like 
peanuts, drink, like eating peanuts and French fries. Yeah, or drinking I mean, Fago Red Pop and so bourbon and pizza. I quit the- naming delicious things and trying to make me be like cautious of it. I'm just like, well, no. Now I'm gonna <laughs> like, so I'm gonna Pop, make a whiskey. Tacos. I'm gonna make a whiskey in yeah. Red Pop barrels and throw in a pizza. I'd be good. Ooh, like, I don't know, man. Pizza's good. So yeah, let's see. Hmm. Woo. Definitely nutty. That's fucking weird. Weird. That's so strange. Weird spice at the very tip of the tongue. Like a fucking spearhead. It's weird. And there's the pistachios right there. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say I don't I die. I don't think it's bad. Brad doesn't like it at all, I can tell, but it's just strange. It's very strange. I don't mind it. I yeah. like it. Oh, there's the oh, pistachios. Yeah, yeah, they come in at the end, man. Those pistachios are The no only joke. thing that's close to that is baller. Like, I mean, it's not similar to baller. No, it's similar no, to no, baller no, no, in no. the way that the flavor profile hit. No. That it's weird, and then it hit, like, in waves. Uh, yeah, it just didn't. I mean. I'm just going to try it again. I hope it I'm didn't not have a whole lot of flavor. Like, um, man, it is so hot on the tip of my like tongue. It put, like, a mayonnaise coating on my tongue. Like, it was so weird. I don't know. That's just because we're talking about coming in the bathtub. So it's probably oil. Yeah, it's probably oil from the fucking pistachios. Nah. Man, I don't think there's oil in it. It would have legs all over the glass. That's true. It would have legless in the glass. It does have legs. I mean, it has legs, but not like. It does. Oh no, it's got crazy legs, dude. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> you know, crazy legs crazy from high legs. school, man. You remember that motherfucker? Crazy legs from high school, man. It's got legs, man. It's oh, pistachios. That shit oiled my tongue up. That shit was like a fucking oil slick. I'm going again. That is very interesting. You do it. I don't like it. It's so weird. That's a one-hit wonder right there. That's it. It is a bit novelty. It's weird. That's a very strange. That is like one of the strangest that is whiskey a very strange whiskey. I've had. If you like, baller's the next closest weird. Nah. Like baller's weird. I'm talking weird status. It doesn't taste like baller. I'll put it on the same shit. Because baller's weird. Dude, that pistachio aftertaste is in effect. It is so yeah. strange. It's like a. You can't stop, like, because it's just weird. I like it. I don't. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily buy it. It's a unique whiskey experience. If if someone ever comes down to the whiskey wall and wants to taste That's a unique to whiskey, Wicked Harvest I mean, it's definitely, definitely different. One yeah, them. it's just not something like, I don't know. Like, I like looking at whiskeys like, oh, like, I would like to drink that. You know what I mean? Like, not, oh, I want to have that because it tastes different. But I could see some people liking it. It, yeah. it. I mean, it is what it is. Like not everyone's the same. Again, when I look at that, I think, and I don't know what the drink would be. It seems like if you were making a mixed drink, something with like amaretto and whiskey, I think it would, yeah. it would really mix well to make a cocktail because of the, oh, you mean like diet, diet, diet know, cherry Pepsi, diet cherry Pepsi and ice on that, bro. It yeah. tastes like diet cherry Pepsi and ice. And it'd be good. Actually, point. Pepsi and whiskey is the, no, Pepsi and tequila. That's where you have to go. Yeah, cherry Pepsi and tequila. Hey, where can you buy that tequila? The, the one, one that you have, the one you brought, the cool little one, the little uh, round bottle. Oh, anywhere. Like I got that at Walgreens, I think. The three generations. Oh, really? Three not, generations. A, not at Rite Aid though, and not at Smart and Final. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, think, I looked yeah. for. I looked for it. They're there. That they're. In, I see them all the time. I'll look again, but I did not see it. Well, you only go to these one over here. They probably just don't have them. Universal. So they bro. might have a different one. Well. That that label though, I have to say, it's fucking terrible. That label's wretched. Typeface, like fucking... they went with the bourbon whiskey, this font down here. Like that would have been fine if they would have used that up there. 
this doesn't that doesn't belong on it, it belongs on a starship. Yeah. It does not belong <laughs> on that whiskey bottle. That typeface is terrible for that. It needs a more organic. But yeah, like wicked know. should have been like some yeah. broken organic like tree font, like some fucking branches font. Like you harvest know, too. Harvest is yeah, like just some trees, broken yeah. Maybe it's made out of the bodies of distressed. I don't know. That font's terrible. We're judging this whiskey by its font. Yeah, but what that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like who is this though? What do you mean? Like what person is this? I just burnt pistachio. I heard that. Matthew, Matthew D. Adams. It's Matthew D. Adams. This yeah. tastes like Matthew D. Adams. Oh, you. Oh, I see what you're oh. saying. Oh, uh, oh, who? What celebrity? Yeah, what is celebrity? It? Um, it's like a Polly Shore. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> fight Shore. that. I wouldn't fight Polly Shore. Yeah. Brad always throws one out, and Dave goes with it. <laughs> I can't put my hat in the ring on that shit because, like, how you gonna be? You Pauly have Shore one. Now? I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's like, not better than Polly Shore. It's not super offensive, but it's right. like you know, like it's like weird, you know. Like, right. What is up with this guy? It's got a. He's got a place in Hollywood, and some people like him. Yeah, yeah. but not everybody. <laughs> right. Not most people. Yeah. Very, what about, there you go. Like Bobcat Goldwait. It's a fucking. He's weird and. You know, he's a different How flavor for sure. It would have to be way spicier you. to be Bobcat. Yeah, See, I try, bro. I can't even get in on this. I, it's like the you. tears. I'm bowing out of these in the future. I'm not even trying. <laughs> you do Maybe that. you just got to strike quicker. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he might have agreed with you on that. Yeah. You never know. But you're Speaking, right. It's got to be way spicier. I yeah. want them to, uh, they got to do their fucking battle at the end of the show, though. Bobcat versus Polly Shore. Okay. Bobcat. Before, yeah. Yeah. If we Before remember the super fight. Yeah. Yeah. Super fight that shit. Do you even know where it's at? Is it uh, below the desk? It's over here. It's, is it below the desk? I was going to say, is under it the below desk. the desk? <laughs> Near. <laughs> so. Look for uh, the cards. They are below the desk. All my drawers are empty. Okay. As always, we give a uh, hot sack um, on every episode for people who engage in social media. Um, to espouse their love of El Yucateco hot sauce, king of flavor since 1968. And this time it was a, a very unique recipe that was posted on our subreddit. And it was so it was ham and cheese balls and onions and onions deep falafel, fried in, like in a falafel. Fu- no, it said funnel cake batter. Oh, yeah. It looked like a, oh, yeah. Look at a hush it, puppy. it looked like a hush puppy. Yeah, it looked like a hush puppy. So it was funnel cake like batter with ham, and, with ham and cheese and onions in the center of it. Yeah. And then they took raspberry jam and infused it with El Yucateco to make a, a dipping sauce. Which teco did they use? I don't know. I'm about this whole thing, though. I'll be honest. I'm about it. I want to fucking try that. (laughs) Like, that sounds like it's fucking awesome, man. I'm watching that chef show, and I keep wanting to cook it. I'm in cooking mode. There's a triple X in the picture. uh, Oh, no. It's the green. Green. It's a green bottle. I'm not sure if it's the... Oh, it's habanero. Chili habanero the green. Yeah. So it's not it's not uh jalapenos. And it right. was P S C A D O D E seventy four. Pescadodi. Pescadodi P S C A D. That means fish weed in Spanish. So uh thank you for oh god, I just had fucking awful whiskey pistachio burp. That was not you, good. I already, yeah. That was not That's a what I'm saying. That turns burp, me off dude. of that shit. That was like, not a pleasant like, burp. Ugh. My wrist is itching. I'm, I'm like, huh? Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really like, why is my wrist itching right now? So I'm gonna have some tree nut um, <laughs> Well, you eat fucking peanuts, so it's not tree nut though. Peanuts? No, yeah, the same thing. Uh, peanuts are fucking weird, don't they? Grow on some weird little bush. Yeah, grow yeah. on the ground. You grow on a bush. So pescadode came will win bush. the. So did you, the, bro? <laughs> the hot sack, and um, <laughs> someone came in a bush and you came out, bro. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah, magic trick. Origin story. 
And we also, at the top of every episode, we like to thank our patrons. Uh, we really love the support. Um, even if you can't afford it, even if you're uh, ghetto broke and you can't afford uh, uh, Patreon. I mean, dollars, um, I ghetto broke for sure. Ghetto Dollars, definitely ghetto broke. But even if you don't have any money, I get it. It's COVID. Shit's fucked up. Uh, you can still support us with a like, with a There's share. There's no excuse for the other five years, but it's right. fine. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, this year, you got an excuse. You should, been, you should have been saving up for this. Yeah. Tell a friend, bug your your workmate, tell your roommate, share it. You're trying uh, to tell me your... last year you couldn't save up $12 for this year? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> last year, all year, you couldn't save $12. I'm trying to give them an out yeah. and get other yeah, things to happen. Why are you making them feel bad? I just thought about it. The math yeah. happened, and I was like, mercy's the for math the math happened. <laughs> and then mercy was for the week after yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but there are other ways you can support us. Um, <laughs> the Not that you're going to now. Not after Brent just now after Brent shit all over you. you. <laughs> but, um, but for those of you who are patrons, uh, again, at a dollar, uh, which really isn't shit. You ain't about shit if you can't give us a dollar. Um, oh, you guys going to fucking get me when well, Dave yeah. says that shit? Well, you already ruined the, the, oh, the yeah, message, so I might now. as well yeah. go with it. Um, and there and there's but, some out there who can't give a dollar, and that's okay. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. So for a dollar, um, <laughs> you get bonus episodes, uh, which is worth the price of admission, and then uh, multiple tiers above it give you better and better shit. Uh, but the first of of them is Tankeray, S- Stephanie or Daz, <laughs> or Daz, or Daz. So Stephanie, and it's not or P H E N I E. Is that right? It's just she goes by either. It's like Stephanie. What is or, it? Or Hold on. Say like, that again. You can call me Dad. S T E P H E N I E. Oh, yeah. That's Stephanie. fine. Yeah. And then Ordaz, O R D A Z. Something about the or way Daz. it's spelled That's really weird. does she, not make she's it more Daz. Space there. It's just Stephanie or Daz. My friends call me Daz. Mm, that's like yeah. a wrestling name. Daz if you're nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Daz. Yeah, if you're nasty. Yeah. It's not a bad wrestling name, actually, Daz. You can Daz if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind, and if you don't Daz, and if you don't Daz, and you no friend of mine. Stephanie put, or Daz. I'm going to put music on that. Next up on yeah. stage, Daz. Then we have Parker Wellman. Parker Wellman? Parker. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Wellman. Wowman? Parker Wowman. Well. Wellman. W e l l. What do you want to say about M-A-N. that? M a n. Parker. I think anybody, well, anybody named Parker is definitely. You remember what was it? Parker Lewis can't lose. You remember that show? Yeah, no. I, I got in trouble for that because I stole a bunch of hall passes in the seventh grade off my teacher's desk because I wanted to be like Parker Lewis and like get my buddies like yeah. hall passes you, and shit. I got you, in a bunch of trouble. You don't want to be like Parker Wellman though. No. Well, the problem is with that last name. Nothing good comes no. after you saying no. that last name. It's like, I'm glad you came over here, but, well, man, like, nothing good comes yeah. next. It like, sounds well, like an investment man, fund. I don't want you coming over anymore. Yeah. Well, man, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or it's like a jelly, like Wellman's jelly. Oh, maybe. Like, that's what he looks like. What's his favorite flavor? Uh, probably something weird, like fucking, what is it? Fucking orange marmalade. How about uh, pistachio whiskey? That'd yeah. be a weird fucking That's a flavor. a weird fucking weird flavor, flavor of fucking yeah. Wellman's, Wellman's jelly. He doesn't even have jam. It's just, just jelly. jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody fucking likes jelly. Can we decide what the difference between jam and jelly was? Yeah. A jam. Yeah. Preserves or something? Sure. Like has Way chunks different. in it? They're all different. Not, not necessarily. Preserves have chunks in it. Oh, there's preserves. The whole, the whole preserves. There's jam. Yeah. And there's jelly. There's yes. jam and there's jelly. Yeah. I don't oh, like the preserves. I'll look like, it up I like raspberry time. jam. 
That shit's fucking the jam. You know what I like? A lot of people don't like orange marmalade no. with fucking peels and shit. In no, that I thought you were gonna say. Fuck to be just like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say me. Chunky. Yeah. Well, you too. Because I don't like orange marmalade, but I made orange marmalade, and it was the best orange marmalade I've ever had in my life. Make me some. I fucking love orange marmalade. You make me some, bro. How do you make it? It's pectin and oranges. Uh, yeah. Yes. Anthrax in a process. Probably lemon juice and sugar and. Dude, then my grandma used lemon to orange. Fucking, it's like so nostalgic, dude. Orange marmalade on some Ugh. fucking toast. You really you don't like it? Not I'm not a huge I fan. Citrus, I made it because someone gave us a shitload. I was like way into canning. Like and if I you did orange, like 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 gorge, you know, jelly. You have grape and orange mixed or something. You know, you ever like, had a grapple? A grapple, grapple. Yeah, the fucking apples yeah. that taste like grapes. Yeah. Whatever. That's fucking weird. Yeah. You ever had one of those, Dave? No. They're like in the fucking kids' snack section. It's called yeah. grapples, and they fucking genetically modified apples that taste like grapes. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Are they like canned? No, or? no. They're just fucking in little bags, pre-sliced. And, I mean, you might be able to get them whole somewhere, but I've only seen them in the fucking little... Yeah. You rip the little bag yeah. open, and it's just fucking yeah. little apples, and they're Is called grapples. Is it in grapples. the produce section? Yeah. It's in, like, pre-packed apple section, like where you go get like little, little apple snack snack bags. Which reminds me, I, had <laughs> I have a, to try this. I had a strange peanut butter experience that night. Oh, did you? I had a very rational fucking peanut butter experience. That Wait, was, do they call them grapples? Yeah, I think it's called grapples. Okay. It was a rational. I think it's grapples is what. No, it's grapple. Be. You sure? Yeah, okay, apple, great, grapple. We'll see if Instacart the can deliver it. The produce. Grapple. Yeah. See if Instacart can deliver it. So yeah, I, I, you know, like I locked the cabinet or whatever, but I woke up the other night and like I forgot to lock the cabinet. And I woke up and I was like four spoons deep in this fucking peanut butter, dude. Big spoon, and I, and thin spork, uh, medium spoon. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was eating, I was eating peanut butter, and I was telling myself, I was like, "Man, I better lock this fucking cabinet up, man. I might wake up in the night and eat this fucking peanut butter." <laughs> I was like thinking to myself, you were while you're eating peanut it? butter, yeah, because dude. I was like thinking to myself, like this right now, this is this is not that. <laughs> it was like this right now is just I'm I'm eating some peanut butter because I want some peanut butter. But late, I better lock this shit up though because later, later I might later, get up. I might get up if I fucking try to eat this peanut butter. I better lock it up. But I was already four spoons deep in like a coffee cup full of milk, wrecking my fucking keto. And then I woke up the morning like. Oh god damn it! Like I fucking remember the like I woke up just remember like oh what the fuck that was me waking up I did wake up that was three a.m. What was I doing? But I was telling myself you tricked yourself. I was being very responsible. Did. Like yeah, yeah devil tricked me tricked angel me, and it yeah, was like nah, great. bro. Right now well, you're, you're good. good. You can eat man. this peanut butter right now. Lock no. that shit up. Yeah, so yeah. Devil you doesn't get you later. Yeah, yeah. that's make what sure, happened. Just make sure you don't yeah. do what you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, later though. Later, later. later. Right now yeah. you're okay. Yeah, yeah. You, I felt like this into your diet because what happens sometimes is there is a like nine p.m. responsible peanut butter grab where I'm like I'm gonna get a spoonful. Okay, I get one more spoonful, and then I lock that shit up. But it just at 3 a.m. I was re-experiencing that like I was fresh. So and you I need wasn't. that Anderson Pack song, the Eminem. Almost got me. Mm. Yeah. Had to reach back, back and lock it, lock it up. <laughs> I'm down level <laughs> on this round of keto once again. That's good. You're like in the wrong yo-yo. diet. Like yeah. keto is like not the diet for you when you're. Keto is the only fucking, fucking one that works, bro. I, I just gotta remember to lock that shit. It's because you're not eating. Good. Any diet that you don't eat works. I'm a little Edgar Culver. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Sounds like an author. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, does sound like he an wrote author. that book. That Edgar one book. Culver. He did write that yeah. book. It's all about dicks. That's yeah. Sam Culver's. All about dicks. That was yeah. Sam Culver's yeah. ne- nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Dicks Culver. in the City. He wrote that one. He did. He wrote Dicks in the City, yeah. All About Dicks. <laughs> all About Dicks. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves dicks. Yep. Private yeah. dick. Private, yeah. yeah. Private dick and head some. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wrote a lot. He's good stuff. Yeah. Then we have Christopher Everett. That's two first names. 
He has two last names. I say Christopher's a last name to me. Really? Yeah. I think there were more dick jokes John back there. You guys fucking premature addiction. We have to move along. Yeah, we gotta move along. Yeah, move along. Again, you waited. You yeah. were just sitting right. there. I was still all peanut butter out, four, bro. We had four dick jokes in a row. I yeah. don't know that we needed more and then, dick jokes. And then we moved into another name, and you're still thinking not, about it. You're still yeah. right. I know that's keto's you're got me really fucked. I got cloud brain right now. I'm all foggy. Yeah. And then this one I like Jericho Ingold. Jericho in that's any Jericho shit. name. That's hot shit. That's hot <laughs> shit. Jericho Ingold. That is a hot shit name right there. It's like a western fucking town and like the trail you yeah. got there. Yeah. Take the Ingold trail over to Jericho. Yeah. I man fucking you head on over to Ingold that's trail. That's high clearance 4x4 four four for sure. Jericho, Jericho right around the Ingold. fucking yeah. right around the bend you're going to see Jericho. Cuz I like when I take roll on the first day of my semester, every so often four. a name hits me and I have to stop and say that's hot shit. When you roll into Jericho, it's in gold. Just yeah, right, see? Up, right down the sign, man. Jericho, Jericho in gold. That's a fucking great name. He, he needs gates at his house for sure. And oh, has sure. Jericho in gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And it just says yep. Jericho, but yep. it's in gold, yep. and that's his fucking name. Like, <laughs> exactly. you know who lived there. He's like, what's yeah. your last name? It's inferred. It's, it's in gold, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> it's inferred. Just give it a minute, man. You get it. <laughs> so your name is Jericho <laughs> inferred. Yeah. Nope. Nah, motherfucker. No. Look at the front line. You see that sign out there, man? Do you get it? Give it a minute, man. Let it sit. Let it yeah. settle a little Let bit. Let it marinate. The mailman's yeah. like, come on. Oh, 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 you're you're on the trail. Yeah. You're just not there see yet. See what you did there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for being patrons. And if um, you like podcasts and you want to hear more or you want to learn more or you want to see more or you want to taste more or you want to feel more, uh, go to podbelly.com mm. where you can find, taste, feel, and hear uh, multiple things about podcasts. I'm starting up a company. It's called Jericho in Gold, but it only ever says Jericho and it's in gold. Right. That's perfect. That's great. Yeah. Fuck you, Jericho. I'm going for it. Yeah. Juice nice. Well, that one, I was going to drink more of that, but I had to uh, dump it into this. Don't do that. Yeah. It's, it's he had gonna, to dump it out because his wrist was itchy. Right. I, I got a little worried about my, yeah. my itchy wrist. Hey, yeah. hey, Matthew, uh, if you find an almond whiskey out there, <laughs> send that be, for I'm sure. Yeah. That send one. that one over here, but cover, cover up the label. We'll see what happens. So our topic today is um, most famously known for being a lyric in California Love. That's what I thought about. Um, and then secondarily, he also brought down uh, Al Capone. So it is Elliot Ness. Some say that's debatable. Some people say yeah. People say it's debatable. Brought um, him down. That's enough of that. Yeah. That's where we need the fucking little trigger pads over there. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> What'd you say? That's one of the greatest songs ever recorded. Probably. <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah, that, that song it does. Is so fucking good. The so fucking good. Mad Max you, video. Right like, that. never. Like, well, I can't. I literally, as soon as you're like Elliot Ness, that song just comes on in my head. Right. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. that's that's how that's <laughs> yeah. how impactful. So you're saying that it hits you like a slug in your chest. Yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so good. So, um, yeah, it's debatable whether or not. He, well, here's the thing. He definitely fucked he did Al some Capone fucking up. damage. Like for he sure. fucked Al Capone. He definitely yeah. he definitely, you know, fucking uh, hacked him freaking, down. Like he, he uh, 
did the damage. So even if someone else is the one who brought him down, Elliot Ness and the Untouchables did the weakened him enough that it's someone that else. The could thing bring that him made down. him is the thing that ruined him, though. In the end, kind of spoiler. Yeah. I mean, Elliot Ness and the Untouchables is a badass band name. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yep. that's just like yep. you can't make that shit up. No, you know dude. what I mean. Like that's no. like that's history. No, right there. And I mean, they were called it. the Untouchables because. Um, for the, like one of the things I read said that they made three thousand dollars a year, and that um, at one point most of them had gotten bribe offers from Capone's people for two grand a week for up to two grand a week to just back off and let Capone do. And they said, "Fuck it. you, yeah, fuck yeah. you." Called the press, yeah, and said, yeah. "We will not be bought. No <laughs> yeah. one in this fucking twelve man yeah. crew will be bought. We, we are untouchable. There's no stopping yeah. us." And then the newspaper, I think, called them yeah, the Untouchables. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is when everyone you can't in, pick your nicknames. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when shit. Everyone, that one, why would you? Everyone in Chicago was bought. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they hired him. Because they thought, I mean, we're yeah, getting man. ahead, but they they saw something in Ness that was like, this guy is not going to be viable. He's just fucking got balls of steel. He's not going to back down. And then they said, you need to pick a crew. And they, he was like, I need to see the jacket on every single agent we have. And he started reading every single file of every single agent in the bureau and be like, I trust this guy. Not that he's worked with them, but he was just no. based on what I've read. File. Yeah. This guy, this guy, this guy. I mean, guy, you and have to guy. think even at even at even in those early years of the bureau, those files were probably fucking stacked with everything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. dude, the amount of money that Capone had was like, I mean, judges were paid off, police yeah, were yeah, paid fuck. off, Everybody government officials paid were paid off, off fucking, he owned towns, mayors, yeah. Yeah. police chiefs, he owned yep. everyone. Yep. So what a crazy, daunting, fucking, like, blind, scary task to try to take that on. One, he's going to fucking kill your parents, yep. you know what I mean, and you, and your right. buddy. Right. But secondly, like, you got to figure out who the fuck, like, oh, the, that, that police chief is telling him that you're well, fucking, what and, you're doing. And, and so what he did made sense. There, there was his crew. And that's the only motherfucker. Yeah, but you didn't even know when he picked that crew. It wasn't like it was his boy that he trusted because they went to fucking school together. Yeah, but he had to blind grab these fools and hope for no moles. Like, yeah, right. Trip. But that's why he went over their files, and he probably deliberated. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like fucking like like, it might have been thirteen motherfuckers, and he was like, nah, yeah, it's just these guys. Like, so he was born in Chicago, which I thought was interesting because I was surprised that they would send a Chicago boy after Capone in Chicago. It seems like you'd bring someone from a totally different fucking city. I, um, I disagree. Really? I disagree. I'm I think just thinking you, as much corruption I, I as think, was in Chicago, you wouldn't trust people from Chicago, maybe. Yeah, but I think with his character, probably, yeah, like you said, like they knew, like this guy's fucking, apparently, like, this yeah. guy's a motherfucker right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. and you'd want somebody from the city because it's like, you if know you bring city. an outside person yeah. in, they're going to be like, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. fucking, this is Chicago. It's yeah. our city. Yeah. You don't tell us what to do. Right. You know, but somebody who lived, they're from there. Yep. You know, they, they probably know fucking Joe Schmo. You know, at the florist shop, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, laundering money. Right. You know, they they know everybody. Yeah. So five kids. Um, he was one of five kids. His parents were Norwegian immigrants. They owned a bakery. Um, he went to Christian Finger High School, which must have been a Catholic school. Christian Finger, Christian <laughs> Finger, where are you? What's that song? Of fucking. <laughs> Um, what a creepy. I mean, it's spelled different, yeah, but it maybe Come it's on. finger. 
Is it though? Is it though? I like Christian Finger. Christian yeah. Finger. Yeah. It could be. How could yeah. you be like someone sat around at a boardroom table and he's like, sign off on this shit, man, who's funding the building of this high school? Yeah. What we're we gonna call it again? Oh, Christian Finger. Sure, let's. Yeah, do that. let's do that. Maybe it was Mr. Yeah. Finger that was signing it off. Make it. Well, so. I'm sure Christian yeah. Finger yeah. was the guy naming it yeah. after yeah. the guy yeah. that yeah. donated all the money. He's like, yeah. no, we're not changing the name. Yeah. He's like, God yes. damn it, yeah. we're finger blasting Christians here. <laughs> That's what the school's name. We're not gonna. We're not gonna portray something we're not doing. It's in the motto. Yeah. Yeah. Finger blasting. Christian since 1902. <laughs> He's like, that's when they're sinful, and you point at them vigorously. You point at them, yep. and you tell them, and you shake it, you shake it, you shake it. Yeah. You're really, in their butthole. You really vibrate mad. their soul. Yeah. You use two fingers. You're really mad. Um, and then you hamburger the pussy. <laughs> Wait, what? So you beat it up. So um, no, you make he, it look like a hamburger as well. And, uh, yeah, you know, squeeze, it, squeeze it together. Yeah, the Homer Simpson lips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave got that one. Yeah. So um, he... Uh, so many tattoos on the internet. He apparently <laughs> loved school. Bitches tattooed their pussy and made, <laughs> and made it look like Homer Simpson. Yeah. That's not Photoshop. Rick couldn't let no. it go. You couldn't. No, you and you did. look on the internet, Homer Simpson pussy. There are women in the fucking world that tattooed their pussy like Homer Simpson. Uh, you yeah. can't take that back. No. I don't, the bush grows back, Homer's got a beard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dude's like, Dave's like, yeah, shut up. I'm just, he couldn't let it go. I can't believe. <laughs> no, it fucked him up. I can't believe they really did that. <laughs> no one could see his face like except live feed but like, god yeah. damn that was funny so he um took school very seriously and uh he dressed very well like better than anyone else would when they went to school I picture young sheldon a basically bit. Yeah. and it earned him the nickname of elegant mess on the playground oh, wow. which i, I have it. to say i, I like that was elegant that was mess clever. yeah he must elegant have been crazy, man. like fucking. Yeah, he like, probably was the elegant mess. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's yeah. that's nice for kids to be real. Like you know what I mean? It's nineteen. It's the I mean, 19- what are you gonna call him? His name's Elliot yeah. Ness. Yeah. Yeah. Very Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Yeah. Very formal in the insult. Exactly, yeah. dude. So he loves Sherlock Holmes. Um, he uh he went to him, his his brother. His brother-in-law uh, ended up joining whatever the bureau was before it was the, the FBI, FBI. Yeah. Um, and was a big inspiration for him. So when he graduated, he went to University of Chicago, um, majored in commerce, law, and political science, um, top third of his class, good student, et cetera. It was called the Bureau of Investigation. Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Um, in 1925, he's hired by the retail credit company to be an investigator for credit fraud, basically. And then um, the next year, uh, that that experience gets him a job at the U.S. Treasury Department in 1926. I was just thinking, what a crazy, like, back in the day, man, just fucking, like, library cards full of shit, file boxes full of shit. Like, credit. Like, think what a crazy thing credit is. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, Mr. Swanson, let me see what you did here. Let me go find your fucking file folder in this box, in this fucking drawer, on this shelf, and look it up and... Fan through this motherfucker mm-hmm. of 87 pages and be like, it seems like page 76, you missed a credit card payment. Who's updating this shit? Right. Well, no credit card payment, but that you had some fucking mar to your credit. Yeah. It's crazy how tedious shit was yeah, back dude. in the day. Yeah. No computers. Yep. That job would suck. Yes. They all would suck. Yeah. Yes. So he um, ended up moving to the Chicago branch of the U.S. Treasury Department in 1927. He became an agent. And then he was transferred to the Justice Department in 1928 
to work with the newly established Prohibition Bureau, which I always thought he was in the FBI. Mm -hmm. I didn't, he never had any, he he had never had anything to do with the FBI in his entire life. He was part of the Prohibition Bureau. Um, which obviously existed. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was set up. It was part, it was a, it was a subset of the justice department that was just there to enforce prohibition. It was a law enforcement officer. It would be like a fucking DEA, DEA and FBI of two different jurisdictions, you know, type of a thing, you know, right. Jurist mind dictionary. Someone said uh, Elegant Mess is the new porn name. Oh, that's oh, pretty wow. good. I was like, it's not a band name. It's too No, yeah. no. Elliot Ness and the Untouchables is a band that's name. That's a good yeah. band name. Yeah. Yeah. But Elegant Ness is a good porn name for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, obviously, I mean, we've talked about bootlegging on other episodes. We've talked about fucking Al Capone on other episodes. Uh, huge, huge money in bootlegging. Huge money. That's why the Kennedys got rich, yeah. you know, because Joe was a bootlegger. Um so the the Prohibition Bureau was the enforcement of national prohibition, um, and the Volstead Act gave it the authority to to be the thing that would do it. And I think this is one of the reasons that I think he was able to get in and fuck with Capone because it was a brand new department, and people were like people were sent for the like everybody in every town was newly sent there. So whatever gangs, in there whatever gangster owned that town, the prohibition agents being sent there are at least fresh. Right, like there was corruption all through this bureau. Yeah, but it had to start from scratch. Prohibition's like, tough, man, especially back in the day because people drank. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think the people that were enforcing prohibition for the most part agreed with that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like whose idea was it? Like who fucking was pushing that shit? Because the agents were still fucking drinking. They were taking bribes. Nobody, you know, the fucking police chiefs were protecting fucking stills and shit because they wanted their fucking whiskey. Yeah. I mean, like, right. Yeah. They didn't want to quit drinking, but they had to enforce it. Yep. So assistant secretary of the treasury, a guy named Jewett Shosh, um, supervised it. And this says a lot about prohibition. The guy who was in charge of the prohibition bureau um, ended up by the end, like mid prohibition realized looking at the mob, his agents and people who were drinking who weren't his mob or agents and basically said, our job is undoable and we need to just end prohibition. Yeah. yeah. Like the guy whose job was to enforce prohibition like, looked at it from the inside shit. and was like, this is a like, joke. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no stopping booze. Yeah. It's just everything is such a shit show because of prohibition. Um, so I want I, I ran into stories of a couple of other people who because everything that you read is like the members of the Bureau of Prohibition were either corrupt and on the take or were complete fucking psychopaths. Like those tended to be the two categories of people who did the job. So one guy that I read about was Colonel Ira Reeves, and um, he was a agent in New Jersey. He was a retired World War One colonel, and was a, he didn't drink. He hated drinking. He hated everyone who did drink, and um, he he was like the main guy in New Jersey. He became disillusioned because everyone around him drank as much as they wanted to, whenever they wanted to cops, priests, regular people, mobsters, agents who worked for him, like everyone drank. Um, and it's fucking masks right now. All the politicians just fucking have right, parties right. and shit. 
so under political pressure, he had to the, the states the state legislature did an annual dinner, and his intention was to raid it because everybody was going to be drinking. And then his boss and his boss's boss were like, put the fucking brakes like, on. You're not bro. busting. Yeah. But like, that's how hardcore he was. He was like, I'm just going to bust the dinner. Everyone's going to be drinking, you know? Um, no one will be in charge, man. You got to go to work on Monday. We need, we need people. Yeah, exactly. And he said all through Jersey, law enforcement and the entire police departments were in on it. They were either brewing it themselves or hiding it for the mob, not for the money, but like Brent said, because they just wanted to drink. Um, a lot of times it wasn't the mob. The cops had their own stills, you know, and it, when you try to outlaw something, you create an economy, yeah, like you, you create do. a black market. Yep. And so there's going to be fucking demand. Everything's people, that way. Drugs. People are going to do I mean, it. Yeah. Everything's that way. Guns will be yeah, that way. Like, that way. yeah. He went to Trenton, New Jersey and went to shut down a brewery and the police chief arrested all of his agents for carrying concealed weapons without a permit. <laughs> Damn. Because they didn't, I mean, they're right. feds. Like, I just have my gun, you know? And they were like, do you have a permit for that gun? It's like, I don't need a permit. I'm a fed. Well, you, you need a permit. You're under arrest. You need a permit like, here. Don't try to bust my fucking brewery. Yeah. Um, and then he discovered that several of his own agents were starting to accept bribes. And then he, too, said he quit and said, this is unenforceable. We need to disband the Bureau and end prohibition. Um, there was a guy named Kinky Thompson mm-hmm. who no, one, one article referred to as a blackjack artist. And it's not because he played blackjack. It's because he had oh, a weapon, weapon called oh, a blackjack. Black you, you seen what a blackjack is? Yeah. Those will fuck you up. My buddy had one. They're illegal as fuck. Have you seen a blackjack? It's like a leather fucking flap with a weight in the end of it. Like a lead weight. It's not even that long. It's like that buckshot. And you fucking swing that shit. You can like barely swing that shit. He hit me in the fucking head with it. Oh, just dude, like, it just whop. knocks motherfuckers it, out cold. It hits you so fucking hard. It's like a hard. sap. It's weird, mm. dude. Yeah. Yeah. It'll fuck you up. Yeah. So on one occasion, um, there was a an account of him and his partner, a guy named Earl Corwin, who went into a pool hall. And the historical quote was that, that vaulting over the counter, Kinky sapped the cook. So he Damn. jumps over the counter, hits the cook in the head with a fucking sap. You barely swing that shit yeah. to get you. When the waiter protested, Kinky bludgeoned him to the floor. Kinky then demanded to know the location of the joint's liquor cash. When the owner said there was no cash, Thompson broke a bottle over the owner's head, cutting him severely. Then Kinky and Corwin set to work with axes, demolishing cash registers, coffee urns, light fixtures, pool tables, even the long wooden counter. When they finished, the floor was littered with meat and flour, cigars and candy, and the remain of a crate of eggs. Only a ventilation fan and a clock on the wall continued to turn, and these agents destroyed them with cue balls thrown like grenades. Fuck cue ball. Fuck you up too, man. So this guy. Cue ball in a sock. Two weeks Oof. after that, he blackjacked a 12-year-old boy. Damn, the boys, he went Brad on him. The boy's mother and his, back to me, motherfucker. and his one-legged father. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> What's your dad going to do, bitch? Um, hop over here and stop me? He yeah. got arrested, <laughs> and the Prohibition Bureau administrator got him released and said that it was all bootlegger propaganda. Um, and then he got out again. He pistol-whipped um, a shackled prisoner in front of a bunch of onlookers. They all got pissed off and complained. And the Bureau was like, you don't know the full story. 
Yeah, he was beating the guy down with the butt of his pistol while he was handcuffed in the back of his car. But you don't really know what was going on there. I mean, you really don't. You know. Um, and then uh, he would often get super drunk and then drive drunk. And then one night while driving drunk, he sideswiped another car, snapped off a telephone pole, and drove through the plate glass window into the middle of a store and wasn't arrested because he was Prohibition Bureau. I'm parking here, bro. So this guy just got drunk, drove around, whooped the shit out of people with blackjacks, and was like a superstar for the Bureau. That's so, untouchable. I can get one today, delivered tomorrow. So these are the- two bucks on Amazon. Oh, a blackjack? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Probably doesn't have the weight in it or something. Like no, it does. It's got a lead weight in it, yeah. It says it's delivered got, to California. Yeah, it says delivered to your address. It's got a it's a four ply black eight and a quarter inch long ten and a half ounces durable heavy gauge leather. I can't believe uh, that's encased is molded lead weight with a spring steel shank. <laughs> What's that part? Damn. Of well, the, 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 the flap the yeah. it has a spring steel shank. Oh. It's that motherfucker pop like pop back. Yeah. God yeah. damn, dude. I think yeah. fuck you up, man. I'm telling you. So this is the type of agent that's that it. was in the, <laughs> that was in the, in the Prohibition head. Bureau. Got me in the face. Um, they were either just on the take or they were so hardcore or they were hardcore and on the take. It were like this guy, like Kinky, beating the shit out of 12-year-olds with blackjacks and then getting drunk and driving through groceries. Kinky means something different back then? It probably did. Yeah. yeah. Let me look up Kinky. I mean, I know what it's going to say now, but like original, like might have been his, maybe it would, maybe he had kinky hair. Um, so anyway, this, this gets to Al Capone in DC. So I just want, cause I kept reading, you know, I always read, uh, that the, the people, the, the feds who were going after the mob were usually on the take, um, for their own. Um, trying to build their own power bases, corrupt, power hungry. Like I always saw stuff like that, but I was trying to find some cases of officers who were like that. But those are the the only two examples I could really find. So, um, so Ness ends up uh, uh, getting hired to to bring down Capone. So Capone becomes so powerful that President uh, Herbert Hoover. Uh, finds out that he's doing tax evasion, bootlegging, paying off all the politicians. So the president hires the U.S. or tells the U.S. Dic- District Attorney, George Emerson, great name, George Emerson Q. Johnson. Yeah. God damn. That's a lot. You had to, you had to abbreviate the Q? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just too much. Had to be too much name. Had to be Quincy. Quincy Johnson. What other name could Quentin. be? Could Quentin. be Quentin. Yeah. Quentin. Yeah. That's it. That's the two. So George Emerson Q. Quigley. Johnson yeah. quickly, um, was hired to find someone and he started to, to based on how outspoken and how little shit Ness took in the jobs he had already done. Um, he was like one of the first people to be interviewed by this guy who didn't know him at all. And he said that uh, by the time the interview was over, Ness had the job. So whatever character trait Ness had, this guy, the the U.S. District Attorney, was like, "That's the fucking guy." Really honest, I yeah. think. Like it was just that purity of him. Like, and there was, I mean, I'm swayed. guessing there were probably instances of people trying to bribe him in the past and him not taking it. Like him 
crossing other corrupt politicians or agent like there was probably evidence of that in there you had to know this guy's gonna do that he had a file on quincy johnson he was just like uh actually let me ask you a couple questions yeah and, and last year on your taxes and he's like whoa this motherfucker's on it mm-hmm. you know shit about yeah. me he's gonna get me, me if i'm not careful let me just say one thing uh, u.s district attorney george emerson quivering quim johnson He's like, how did you know God that? Damn it! It's no one knows that my name. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew the secret. Um, so Ness, right off the bat, like his plan is, I'm just gonna erode him at money. Like I'm not trying to win him in a fucking street fight. You know, there's a there's a he's got there's more guns. Just me at the yeah. time. It's just me and a handful of agents who I don't trust. So all I can do is start bringing down. Um, his his uh, business, which was so much fucking money, is that estimate of seventy five million to period, or is that an, an estimate now? I think inflated? that's to period because at some point, no, that's was, to period. That's to because that's so much fucking money back then. Because in the first six months, he knocks out uh, nineteen distilleries and six breweries. Um, and does a million dollars worth of damage to Capone. So think how big he is. That only did a million dollars. Capone's making an annual salary of $75 million. He knocks out 19 distilleries and six breweries, and it only dented him by a million. million. That's how how big. Right. Like 2% of his fucking money. Right. That's fucking a lot of work. Yeah. So um, he, after the bribe attempt, once he's told that he'll give him $2,000 a week to stop fucking with Capone, um, he kicks, like Brent said, he kicks him out of the office, immediately calls the press in um, and tells him that neither me nor any of my men can be bought off by Capone and our mission is unstoppable. See? Um, he said that at the end yeah, of it. See? You see? And then they end yeah, up calling copper, him the change. untouchables in the newspaper, which you know the next day when he saw that, he was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> We're the untouchables, bitch. But um, yeah, so he, uh, like I said, he ended up uh, picking, handpicking this crew. And I don't know if he picked them from Chicago or if he picked them from the whole bureau and brought them to I Chicago. Brought him in. I would have brought them in. It seems like the, the more logical uh, move to make. But um, or maybe not if you if you have the file on people in Chicago and you're like, you know, these six, though, they've been in Chicago with Capone. They They refuse the bribes. You know, they're you know, I know it's not a new guy. They've been exposed to the fire. Right, right. Um, There was a guy named Albert Wolf who was supposed to be the last surviving member of the Untouchables. Uh, He died when he was ninety five in nineteen ninety eight in eighty seven. He gave an interview in People magazine, um, and apparently the his nickname was Wallpaper because when he went into a speakeasy, he was said to take everything but the wallpaper. He cleared that motherfucker but, out. Yeah. <laughs> no tables, no chairs, no bar. So his name no was clock, Wallpaper. Nothing left yeah. but the wallpaper. Um, so he said in a quote, "We were all these tough guys, I guess." Elliot Ness was young like me when I first met him. He became a tough guy with class. He was naive when he started, but he learned. He got a little tougher because it got a little more dangerous. Um, And he was asked to, uh, because The Untouchables movie came out in 89. This is the guy that died in 98? They interviewed uh, the guy, the last of The Untouchables? Yeah, he died in 98. So he was actually an advisor on The Untouchables movie, 
and Kevin Costner said was asking him like how do I act like Elliot Ness actually acted and he said uh he said walk slowly because Elliot Ness always walked slowly and when you take the gun out be ready to use it because it's your life or their life I wonder if you even really remembered he was like I never liked Elliot Let's make him be as fucking slow and dumb. I don't know, man. You always see you always see it with pilots, soldiers, and law enforcement officers. Like when they're a hundred years old, and you're like, so what happened on April third in Normandy? And they were like, Well, it was me and Barker in the yeah. north position. And at three oh five, and it's like they and just they fucking everything. recall because it's yeah. like that's their like it's part of the job. Yeah. Like I have to be able to recall this on the stand, write it in a report. Like that's just the mindset of these guys. But so um they start whittling away um, at Capone's money. He assigns Capone assigns men to figure out who the untouchables are and to follow them. Um, Capone taps their phones just like they were tapping Capone's phones. Um, Ness saw one of Capone's men watching his parents' home because his parents were from That's Chicago. over, bro. That's Fuck, fucking dude. scary shit. That's scary as shit. I'm surprised he's watching. That's Capone. He should just fucking killed his parents. Like, it's surprising he didn't. Well, then you don't have like the that. tool anymore. You know, scare the rest like of everybody. You need the, that dude would lose his shit. The guy would quit. He'd be like, I killed your parents. Or, or, he, or, he's, or he's vengeful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they, right. need, they don't never really fucking yeah. quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I can, if, if fucking, if Ness was this hardcore and his brother-in-law was that hardcore, like he probably even went to his folks and was like, you know, Al Capone's man was outside of your house. What do you want me to do? Uh, forget him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Keep going. Dad, yeah, we're like, going to fuck him up. <laughs> don't worry about us. You know, yeah. well, the next like, part coming up, like his reaction, like, I don't, what would he do if he killed his parents? Cause what he does when he kills his friend is like fucking funny as fuck. It's like super good. Yeah. 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 So um, after that, they did a, a single raid that made Capone lose $200,000 on one brewery, um, which had to be a big fucking brewery. So that's um, the number I was looking at because $200,000 was $3.1 today. Yes. Yeah. So what's $75 million? Yeah, no, he had. <laughs> well, he knocked out 19 70, of these motherfuckers like before. Like, how many did he have? Like, yeah. it was fucking everywhere. That, yes. $75 million divided by 200000 times $3.1 So whatever the fuck that is. So there's five two hundred thousands in every million. So five times seventy-five. So what the fuck is that? Five times seven thirty-five. You got the five million left over. I'm gonna do this on my own, not allowed to do you guys. Go ahead. You guys could probably just ask Google. I yeah. could. You just use that. a calculator. Use yeah. a calculator. Yeah, you guys keep going off. Okay. Um well I would just ask Google what seventy five million dollars was in like nineteen. Nah, bro. I want to do it by this math because this is, this is gonna be better. <laughs> Google's like, I'll I'll do both to compare. Let's see what happens. What year was it? Um, this was probably... 31? Was it 31? Something like that. Trying to find a year here. Yeah, it's like the 30s. It's like 1930. Probably 30? Yeah. Because the Untouchables were formed in October of 29. So, um, so yeah, Capone gets enraged. So one million dollars would be 16 million today. A little over 16 million. 16 million, 100... 78,509 to be exact. Um, but that would be so, roughly so times 75. 75. Yeah. So 16 million times 75 would be a rough estimate. I don't feel like that's going to work with what was going on here with the inflation, though. Why wouldn't it? 
I mean, one point two billion dollars or a little more by one point three billion dollars. By two hundred thousand. And that was his annual income. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's fucking. <laughs> how much? That's Amazon say? money. How like one point three billion, roughly. Keep going, man. Don't stop. Because I'm doing math. Um. So Capone gets enraged. And um, and I didn't I didn't see any of the details in the articles that I read about this. At one point, he uh, ordered a friend of Elliot Ness's who wasn't involved in the investigation at all to be, quote, brutally murdered. This is the part I was talking about. So yeah. I didn't see what who that guy was or no. how he was murdered. Um, probably brutally, probably some old friend from Chicago, you yeah. know, something concrete boots, beat the fuck yeah, out of him and sunk sure. him in the lake. God, Probably so, well, you wouldn't have sunk him in a lake because you want the body to be found in oh, this true. case. Like you want Ness to find him. How you know terrible I mean? is that? They did that to motherfuckers. They put their feet in a fucking bucket full of concrete. Yeah, and drop then them off, drop the them in the pier. water. Oh, Ooh, dude, you just That's know you're rough. toast. You know yeah. you're not getting out of there. Yep. You cannot swim up. No, nothing's saving you. No, nothing's gonna save you. You know no. it's imminent. No, oof. Um. So right after that. Uh, Elliot Ness makes a personal phone call to Capone's uh, private phone, tells him to look out the window of the hotel that he lived in at 11 o'clock. And when he looks out the window at 11 o'clock, Ness had all of Capone's victims that were just seized um, drive vehicles, on not vehicles. vehicles sorry. <laughs> victims? Drive on. a bunch of beat up yeah. gangsters on a fucking bunch of parade. dead gangsters, yeah. Huh. Uh, all the vehicles that he just seized, he had him watch all the vehicles heading to auction. Um, which the real gangster move would be if Al Capone then just bought all of his vehicles back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the auction, that yeah. would have been the gangster move. Yeah. He's like, um, "There's my baby." Three murder attempts were made on Ness, um, and he still fucking didn't stop. Uh, so we can't bribe him. We're gonna kill him. They tried to kill him three times, which was probably just a whole lot of machine gun fire. Yeah, like that. Was, it's just like. A side note in the articles, oh, there were three murder attempts on him. It's like, that means that three motherfuckers came at him with fucking Tommy guns. Yeah. And he shot back. He was eating pasta. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm Fucking, (laughs) yeah, just fucking drive by. Like, he either fucking drove them away or killed them. Yeah. Um, What you got over there, mathematician? It's it's one billion, uh, seven million, five hundred thousand. Is what that, got, based off that other thing? I got exact estimates for uh, seventy-five million. It's one billion two hundred thirteen thousand three hundred eighty-eight. So close. One one close. billion two hundred thirteen million three hundred eighty-eight thousand one hundred ninety-nine. Yeah. So yeah, almost. Yeah. I just so took over one point two. Yeah. Billion I just divided dollars. the seventy-five million by two hundred thousand, and it was three hundred twenty-five, and multiplied that by three point yeah. one million. So. So that, yeah, that was we're way too concerned, way too concerned about. Yeah, that's a lot of money, though. I mean, he's making and keep in mind, keep in mind, that's over a billion dollars. That's not the money that his organization makes. That's that's the that's his income. So his top lieutenants are probably making after he paid out all that money, right? And that is insane. And and all his earners are kicking up mob style. Yeah. So it's like some like his top lieutenant 30s? probably made half that amount of money and then kicked up to Capone. You know, I mean, all those people under yeah. him were making That's hundreds insane. of millions of dollars equivalent. Yeah. You know, I mean, to, he made five in 1930, making five hundred million dollars a year, like a billion dollars a year, basically. Yeah. 
I mean, fuck, man. So, like, like I said, that's cars. Fucking, I mean, that, yeah. that seemed like a gangster movie. It's, like, it it is kind cars. of the same thing. Like, right. look at Jeff Bezos. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, yeah. look at Al Capone. He looked like a dumb fuck. Look like yeah. the one kid on the playground that fucking could, you know, come up with some harebrained scheme to fucking and, trick the teacher. <clears throat> keep in mind, he was not the richest mobster of his day. Really? No. He's <laughs> just the guy that ran Chicago. He's like, yeah. you know, I mean, the fucking New York crews were bigger and imported yeah. more booze. And I mean, they God were fucking. Damn. I mean, he was huge. Like, I mean, he was way the fuck. He was up one of there. the big ones, but not but, the uh, biggest. I'm drawing the blank on the on the guy's name. The guy who started the fucking families oh, from New York. Uh, fucking yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, Spaghetti bowl and meatballs. That's that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, he they discovered a large brewery on the top two floors of an office building. And they stopped that one, and that brewery was so big that it cost Capone a million dollars. Um, and what all of this did is it forced Capone. This must have cost him so much money because it made Capone go from brewing and distilling all of his own booze for the whole Chicago area to now having to rely on other people to bring it in. Yeah. They're buying it, reselling it. Yeah. He probably, I, were, I was going to say. It was like the little liquor store that goes to Vaughn's or Wright and buys all their right, alcohol right. and re fucking tags that shit and puts it on yeah, the Yeah, but that had like, to just like we versus, take, versus making your yeah, own and selling it. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. no longer self sufficient. Yeah. Like you have to. He might have thought on. it was easier though. He's like, you know what? Fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, I want to bust my breweries. Fuck it. I'm, yeah. It's costing me this much. Might as well just pay these guys. We'll bring them <laughs> right. in. They're going to get busted. Right. It's fine. We'll just resell the shit. Yep. So, um, June 12, 1931, Ness went before a federal grand jury and um, did an indictment against Capone and 68 members of his mob for uh, breaking the Volstead Act. And he gave 5,000 different offenses against prohibition laws for those 68 people. Um, The Treasury agents um, on June 5th, so a couple days before that, presented the information to bust Capone for tax evasion. And um, the judge, uh, was it the judge? Trying to find it. Anyway, once, oh, the district attorney. Once the district attorney heard all of this, they said, completely finish the tax evasion trial. And don't charge him with any of the other shit. Yet. It's it's weird how like they don't just combine that shit though. I thought that was weird. It's like because we see that one bad trial, trial like, fucks yeah. it up. You know what like, I mean? Don't charge him for that. No, nope, we'll, don't. We're we'll sitting again. on this. Yeah. Like if he goes to jail for tax evasion, he's in fucking jail. I, and if he because all it takes is one weird juror getting paid right. off. All it takes is one well fucking fucking weird thing that makes that's the whole true you don't need to make him go to jail out. for 500 years you're trying right. for 100 and if you fail on that one you could try for another 100 with this one it's like you're but if i if we can put him in jail for five like one years up. we break the empire right you know what i mean we just need to put this motherfucker away but if you fail you fail all at once and you exactly. can't use any of right. it yeah so i looked they, up the gdp in 1930 it's 92 billion i was kind of thinking like maybe back in the day it's like depression time like right. i was wondering if maybe he made more than the gdp but right. he did not no, it's 92 no. billion so um, he ends up doing 11 years um, for tax evasion. And you can listen to our Al, Al Capone episode from a million years ago and where he fucking goes crazy from syphilis and all the fucking bad shit that and happens or prohibition. to him in jail. And was he not also in the fucking uh, state penitentiary? Was Who stayed in the state penitentiary that had the fucking luxurious cell? That might have been him. I think it was. That might have been him. Yeah. yeah. 
um, and the they met face to face on on May third, nineteen thirty two, because Ness was allowed to be one of the feds who uh, took Capone to jail. So they put him on a train, and Ness fucking sat right across from him on the train and took him to fucking jail, which had to have been quite a payoff for Ness. You know, I'm sure some very pleasant things were said by, by Talking Capone. Talking shit, yeah. like, yeah, I got you now, bitch. <laughs> so I thought that was a cool, he's my like, first meetup. Like, guess what, though? Your parents are dead. And yeah. <laughs> I mailed a letter right before I got in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, say hi to your mom for me. Oh, wait, she's on yeah, the floor oh, yeah, right now. Yeah. My boys choked her. Um, so from that point on, like, you know, the story of Elliot Ness pretty much stops for most people. But um, he even said, like, later in life... It was Al Capone, Eastern State Penitentiary, yeah. He said, bringing down Al Capone was not the best thing I did as a law enforcement agent. It happened after Al Capone. So um, after Al Capone, um, he gets reassigned. Um, Prohibition ends, but they're still bootlegging everywhere because illegal booze is still illegal booze. So all the bootleggers in the South are being hunted. They're and still of making course, money. the mob, I mean, you know. Lucky Luciano, that's the guy. Yeah, that's Lucky. the New York guy yeah. that, that organized the mob. And then he, sometimes you take out the big boy, like at least it was organized or aiming at one target, but then he scatters the Hydra thing. You know what right, I mean? Like right. fucking now they're all over right. the place, fucking hillbillies in the mountains. And, and like as Prohibition was ending, that's when Lucky Luciano made the families of the mob and organized the structure and like the classic American mob days really start after Prohibition. They got yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so it's not like the mob went away. It only got stronger post Prohibition. Um, they just they really just looked at Prohibition as seed money for their startups. Maybe, you know? maybe Ness was taking I mean, fucking bribes because like, how do you survive that? Like, how do you do all this shit? They're watching your parents don't kill your parents, try to kill you three times. You actually succeed in getting Capone. He goes to fucking jail and you're a pain in everybody's fucking ass. They're killing each other left and right with Tommy guns. Like, how are they not getting this guy? They tried. I fucking feel like he must have had some shit like. He's getting some money and they're like, yeah, we try. Don't quite get us. Like maybe like uh, like Capone competitors or something were in on that shit, protecting him somehow. You know? Oh, like. Because how would he get away with it? You feel like you're not going to get away with fucking with someone. Guys who wanted to take. Yeah, that much money. Could have been the guy below Capone. You know what I mean? Who wanted to get in on that, you know? I feel like him. there's some side action there or something. Yeah. Like you had to be protected. Like there's just no way you're sorry, not getting Capone. Killed. We couldn't get him. Gosh darn it! Like you know, I like got they're killing the bosses, dude. They're killing bosses. That and wouldn't shit. have even necessarily meant it was a bribe. He might have been fucking talking to Lucky Luciano, right? And been like, I don't want any of your dirty fucking money. But if like help me erode Capone, yeah, yeah, you know it's gonna that's be my your benefit. I'm not worried about you. Like, look, as soon that's, as I, that's different. As soon as Capone's down, they're gonna fucking reassign me somewhere, right? Like, so let's just do this. <laughs> that's know? what like, I'm saying. I, maybe, I feel like that's maybe probably what he happened. was working with somebody like that. I don't know. Um, and again, I think I know it's not a hundred percent historically accurate, but anyone who's interested in in this era, Al Capone, Lucky Luciano, all that stuff. Highly recommend Boardwalk Empire on HBO. Oh, was it Gangs of New um, York? It was very, it was about Nucky. His real name wasn't Nucky Thompson. It was Nucky Thomas or something. Thompson. Um, but he was like the main guy in Atlantic City. And the story is through him. But it's apparently very historically accurate. And you get to meet Lucky Luciano and Al Capone and all these people. And it really shows you sort of the 
the nuts and bolts of how their operations must have worked and how the historically of the like accurate and, do you think the portrayal is um all the producers said that they tried to be accurate as often as they could but that they did consciously While alter keeping it entertaining while keeping it entertaining yeah. and they said we did consciously alter nucky thompson's name because we wanted to let historians know we are going to take some liberties. Yeah. But like as far as this guy ran New York and on this day he had that killing happen. It's like, yeah, that was accurate. You know, this guy did kill that guy. And, you know. If things the, were really accurate, it'd be boring. He's like, he sat, right, in the, exactly, he sat in the car for exactly. six hours waiting to kill this guy. This is next week on still sitting in the car. But it really sh car. it shows you. It, I don't know. It just shows you the era and it gives yeah. you a good feel of who these people were and how the mob worked back then and all that stuff. Um, but so he ends up, uh, going to, uh, be in charge of destroying moonshine operations in the mountains of Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Yeehaw. And he said, um, that the, he Hill called Billy's him, the, he called him the moonshine mountains. And he said that, uh, ducking bullets from squirrel guns was among the most dangerous experiences of my career. <laughs> yeah, you so, go rolling up some dirt road, fuck a squirrel gun. Yeah, I don't give a fuck exactly. who you are. Yeah, no. 22s. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he's busting all these fucking, uh, which is still just dangerous as shit. You just roll up on some dude's property and get shot from a distance. Yeah. Like you didn't even show a badge or fucking anything. Tink, tink, like, tink. Yeah. Fucking your car. Yeah. Yourself. Tink, exactly. Tink, tink, tink. So he did that for a while, and then uh, he became the old Cleveland steamer. Oh man! So, Start shitting um, on people's chests. That's right. So they assign him to <laughs> the Treasury Department's Alcoholics Tax Unit um, in Northern Ohio, and um, at, he's only thirty-two, which again kind of blows my mind. Like he was fucking young when he brought down Capone. Dude. Yeah. yeah, he was in his fucking twenties. Some you fucking know? kid in your class. Yeah. Some kid <laughs> yeah, in your English exactly. class taking on Capone. Yeah. So um, he. Uh, the mayor appoints him. And um, so the backstory on Cleveland here is it was the 10th largest city in America, and it was largely considered to be the most corrupt and dangerous city in America. It had the most graft and corruption from the mob. It had the most corrupt political and police system. It had the most DUIs and drunk driving deaths. It had the worst fatalities um, traffic-wise. It was just a fucking corrupt shithole from top to bottom. And they were like, let's bring in Elliot Ness. So he goes to work. There's 34 agents under him um, that he has to make sure aren't involved with the police because the police are corrupt from uh, top to bottom. Um, and... Uh, he ends up at, by the end of 1936. So that was 1935. Within a year, 15 city officials, a deputy inspector, two police captains, two lieutenants, and a sergeant were all brought to That's trial. That's tip top, bro. That's and like the fucking. Fuck yeah, it was. In a year, dude. Yeah. And 200 police officers were forced to resign. Based on corruption in he, a year, that fool was just quietly walking around. Fuck. Morning, boys, just fucking walking into the file room. Morning, boys, like, you see him? He's over there. He's fucking at the donut shop, man. He's fucking watching he me. He fucking brought those motherfuckers down, dude. Well, um, you take out Capone, fucking police yeah. chief's fucking Come small on, fucking yeah. fish. Yeah. Um, 
He declares war on the mob in the area, which is Big Angelo uh, Leonardo, Little Angelo Skirka, Mo Dalitz, John Angarola, George Angersola, mm. and Charles Polizzi. I like that there was a Big Angelo and a Little Angelo. Mm. That's pretty dope. And there, one was little and one was big. Fuck yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Big yeah. Angelo is little and little Angelo right. is big. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's name just sounds like you could order it. For yeah. sure. I mean, like, yeah. It sounds yeah. like a dish, for sure. Yeah. What do you like? Uh, maybe a John Anger- Angerola. Yeah, with a Polizzi well, on the, the side. The George Angersola is actually a special <laughs> today. Oh, I'll yeah. try that. I'll try that. Um, Itali- so, Italians aren't real people. It's not no, racist. Yeah, it's not. They don't even exist. Not here anyway. No, not here. No, we have no Italians. Mm-mm. Especially across the street at Sandrini's. <laughs> Damn, that's close to home. <laughs> They're not Italian. Oh, are they? Are they Basque? No. That sounds Italian. Did, I, t- did I tell you what he said about our whiskey? They make really good Italian food. Did I tell they you what do. Brian said about our whiskey, though? Uh-uh. He what came do you mean about our whiskey? Like, the, like about, how much about we this, had? How much we have. Oh, yeah. I no, told you? No. He came over here. Yeah, you did. No, he didn't. You <laughs> son of a bitch. You're make Dave fucking snarf. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. Yeah. He came over here and he said that if we were a bar, we would have the fifth largest whiskey selection in the state of California based off of what we have represented here. But I looked I looked into that because mm-hmm. I was like, so what's the number to be number one? It's probably a lot. It's Something. 2,100 bottles oh, of Oh, we're whiskey. getting there. We're fucking getting there. Yeah, it's there. number one, though. Number right. one could be far from yeah, number yeah, yeah, fucking... Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for far sure. from number five. I think we can yeah. get top three for sure. Yeah. We have to be. So as long as there's a precipitous drop between one and three, yeah. we can break... Like, if it's 2,100 and then, like, number two is, like, I mean, if there's, like, 500 or 400 in there... We, like, where's yeah, that place at? We're in California, bitch. It ain't yeah. that far of a drive. We'll go wallpaper that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> go in there with bats. Dressed like feds. Yeah. I just... I'm feeling so great today. Yeah. Fucking yeah. breaking bottles. Yeah, they're insured. They're yeah. insured. I mean, we can get those blackjacks by March 2nd, so yeah. that shit will be here by Tuesday. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see that bottle. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 22. Um, so he uh, starts to track down and raid all the, the bootleg liquor operations, which, again, liquor is legal now, but the mobs are still bootlegging and doing all this, so they start breaking all that up. Um, they capture the largest distillery in northeastern Ohio, and they seize a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment um, capable of making thousands, making a thousand gallons of bootleg liquor a day. Damn, which would have cheated the That's government out of thirty thousand dollars a week in we don't, taxes. We don't want that now. No, a right. thousand I mean, gallons a day. Jesus yeah, a lot. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah. money in tax. Thirty thousand—that's how greedy the government like how is. How much money is that in booze? If it's thirty thousand dollars a week in taxes on the booze, yeah. and that's all they're worried about. That's all is, they're worried is about. How much tax taxes money. they're yeah. not getting? Right. Why don't they start paying taxes? Right. Well, that's how they got smart and started selling weed everywhere. Yeah. You realize sure. that fucking tax yeah. money, like right, right. Yeah, and that's all it Colorado really is. Showed they, them what's they, up. They yeah. lighten up on it as soon as they figure out. Oh, this is revenue. We could make money on this. Yeah. 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 Why not? So then he. Um, he established a court specifically for traffic cases so that if you did something, if you got busted oh, by cops. So when you're like, I got to go to traffic court. Right. Yeah. He made that. Thank you. Pretty Elliot much. Ness. Yeah. He like made, yeah. the whole, that entire institution was created by Elliot. Ness Thanks, Elliot. In Cleveland. And then it spread. Um, and then there's divorce. So court. how many he, branches of specified court are there like that? I don't know. Like divorce court. There is that. There's divorce court. There's traffic, there's traffic court. court. That's all I can think of. 
murder family court. court. Yeah, there's family court. Isn't civil court different as well? Civil court's different yeah. as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you have criminal and civil. Two ten, different. Yeah. Tennis court. Yeah. Yes. Tennis basketball court. Yep. Football mm-hmm. court. Yep. Quarterwood. Yeah. Yep. Quarterwood. Yeah. <laughs> you get a quarter whiskey too. Yep. Whiskey court. Yeah. Um, court of triple XL. You can yeah. take a hot sauce. Yeah. Court Don Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken yeah. court Don Blue. Court yeah. Don yeah. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's all in there. Yeah. She got tied up with all that court. Yeah. So um, there were 250 uh, traffic deaths a year in Cleveland. Which was probably a lot because you got to figure in 1930 there probably weren't a whole lot of cars, and they like were fucking like heavy ass metal real yeah, cars. You fuck know? yeah, still so, went fast though. No seatbelts probably though, huh? Right, and we're not no seat- fuck no. Yeah, they were just sliding around back and forth. Um, like so the t- like the Tilton World fucking fair. He creates traffic court. He has um, he establishes criminal processes for the police to immediately examine whether or not a. Uh, driver is drunk and then to automatically arrest those impound their vehicles give them big tickets um inspect the vehicles for other alcohol so all that sort of walk the line touch your nose like all that shit is elliot ness uh, cleaning up cleveland and then uh it falls from 250 deaths a year in a year to 130 deaths per year and then the next year it drops down to 115 and then Cleveland receives the title of the safest city in the USA after Elliot Ness has been there for a couple of years. And when he got there, it was the most unsafe city, not just with traffic. Yeah. The fucking mob, the the fucking uh, traffic, all that shit. What well, is changing the police and the corrupt force? Like he hit it at the force. heart. Yep, like he fixing did, that man. police force was everything. He did. Uh, so he completely, completely changes Cleveland from the ground up. Um, and then at one point he even runs for mayor of Cleveland, which is part of the beginning of the end because all the money that he had saved up, uh, he spent on his campaign to be mayor, but he didn't win the election. So now he's broke. Um, and he was drinking. Like he starts drinking. Yeah, he starts to drink. There's a bunch of shit. Divorces. Um, There's a lot of personal life stuff happening. At one point there was, um, he assembled a bunch of cops there was a big a bunch of people who were on strike and he assembled cops to break up the strike and uh he apparently he ordered them to use their clubs so there ended up being a hundred hospitalized strikers <laughs> um then there was the Cleveland torso murderer. I know. We haven't done that. Huh? What the fuck? I was like, he fucking brushed up against a serial killer in Cleveland. So the Cleveland torso murders. Um, we should do this next. There was weekend. a serial. If there's enough, yeah. If there was a serial killer who would dismember his victims um, between 1935 and 1938, and uh, there were 12 victims, and he would drop their bodies in poor neighborhoods of Kingsbury Run. Um, it was an area called the Roaring Third. That was that was just you know like we said last week on a serial killer episode. That's where all the prostitutes were. That's where the bars were. That's where the brothels were. Like the bodies were being dumped there, and they think recruited from there. They called it, which is fantastic, the hobo jungle. Damn, 
That's great. That's a great name. That's Hobo Bakersfield's Jungle. nickname, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it is, dude. Saw someone peeled my fucking vinyl, Brad. They fucking huh? went up there, picked at the fucking vinyl on my window. All my windows oh, got crackheads, man. Broad fucking daylight. Fucking triangle off in the middle you of the day. Just leave them alone, okay? Leave them alone. Yeah. We don't have any homeless people anymore. No, I, I read an article people. though. Yeah, yeah, I read that article too. It was so bad when I came to work the other morning. It yeah, was they like weren't. The they weren't outside dead, my dude. house in a camper or nothing. No, you know, no. They had a home. They had a camper. That's yeah. true. And, I, that. and a Get nice place to park. Take that motherfucker somewhere else. I'll burn that bitch down. So I didn't. People in it. I didn't fully track this. So at one point, they one article I read said that he almost certainly identified the person who was the torso murderer. But it was someone like of power or something. So then? I got. But then in a separate it. article, it said that he interrogated one of the prime suspects, a guy named Doctor Francis Sweeney, mm. via polygraph. Was that a Todd Sweeney thing, or Sweeney Todd or whatever. No, different, totally no? different thing. Just Sweeney. Um. I don't know anything about that thing either. So people are like, what the, the, I don't know if that's, I think that's just fiction. Is it? Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of fleet street. Yeah. I know it was a play by Bertolt Brecht, but I don't know if he wrote it based on a true incident. I thought it was uh, Edward Scissorhands part two. That was, yeah. Yeah, That's what I thought. Um, so yeah, but so at one point, two of the dead bodies were placed within sight of this doctor's window like the doctor would have been able to look out the window and see the bodies oh, i thought it was but I, I thought it was ness's window or something because no it was, it was, the, it was oh, okay. the bodies i read that wrong yeah i think it was kind of vague um anyway i think that the articles were suggesting that this dr sweeney might have been the killer but then the other article said that he identified the guilty party they suspect but his politically prominent family avoided public humiliation and trial by getting the guy confined to confine himself to a mental institution. And then apparently from there, the guy kept sending taunting postcards to Ness for years. I think you'd read those. Mm. I think you read them or you just toss them. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. I read them. Or do you read them? Cause it's like maybe some information's in here. May, probably. Like there's gotta be a tidbit yeah. of something. In yeah. Oh, you bastard. You got me again. Yeah. Probably. Like, yeah. Um, it just says small, small PB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, oh, you fucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> um, but uh, I will reveal <laughs> the, the location of the 13th body in the following envelope. Small, small PB. Small PB. Damn it. You got me again. Um, <laughs> just a hundred of those. A hundred small yeah. PB letters. Um, yeah, I, want, I want them to make a movie about that. Paul that's Red. why he started, Paul Rudd's going to play that. That's part. why he started drinking. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. all, the, all the small PB jokes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was right in the next page. Small oh, PB. God. <laughs> but, so apparently, everybody was afraid of the serial killer, as you would be. Um, and they were like, all the bodies are being dumped in Hobo Village. So Elliot Ness, you hobo need to jungle. Hobo Jungle. You need to fix this. So Ness conducted a raid of the area. Hobo Village is a good like breakfast restaurant where they That's, make hobo meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. That With, sounds like, good. They're cooked in like uh, mm-hmm. in, in the, I'll have uh, the trash can. Skillet. Yeah, give me the, the trash well, can. Well, yeah, but they're cast what, are, iron. what are the cast iron yeah. um fucking. What are Dutch they called? Oven. Dutch ovens. Yeah, yeah, everything's cooked in the it's Dutch like biscuits oven. Biscuits in a bandana. Yeah. I want the biscuits in the bandana in the trash But it's just lid. biscuits in the like layered, you know, it yeah. looks like a bandana. Yeah, yeah it's the Hobo I think we're on Yeah, Hobo bro. Village. Yeah. I think we are, yeah. yeah. So um he conducts a raid on the area where the homeless people are, 
and the floor um, is just asphalt in the fucking in the, inside the restaurant. Constant sound <laughs> of trains moving by. <laughs> you have a you have a you have a uh, barrel fire mm-hmm. next to your table. So they arrest all of the homeless people and then burn all their tents to the ground. Fuck yeah. Who's mad about that? Yeah. Apparently everybody else <laughs> in Cleveland, now that there's a bunch of... I think we're just assholes, <laughs> yeah. right? Fucking burn the Fuck yeah, burn the fucking tents. The tents don't burn very good. They just melt. Um, oh, you know what? Back then, though, they probably yeah, back were then they were cloth, just like cloth canvas tents. tents. Was, well, they was, probably couldn't try them for anything. So now all the homeless people have been set out of jail. Yeah. All their tents are burned down, and now everybody's like, "Well, now there's not even a fucking hobo jungle for them to live in. Now they're at my fucking house." Yeah. Good job, Ness. Yeah. You know, thanks for cleaning up absolutely everything else about the city yeah. and driving away the serial killer. But now I have homeless people. You cocksucker, down yeah. with Ness. <laughs> but yeah. be nice to them. Don't burn their tents. Yeah. Too far. Yeah. Everybody's lines are different. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they wanted to remove him from his position. Uh, he gets married and he moves to a new city. Um, and at that point, fuck it, I'll burn these hobos to, to the ground too. Yeah, exactly. He starts to drink a lot. Um, he gets in a car crash when he's drunk, and that kind of fucks up his reputation. Yeah, because um, that's what he was. Uh, he cleaned right. up the car crashes and the drunks. Right. You know. Um, he like called the hospital and checked on the fucking the woman who got in the in the in the other vehicle and whatnot, yeah. but he didn't give his name, and then they fucking tracked his ass down. Oh, really? It turned out he was drinking. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> there's a woman who was in an accident, hit by this type of car. Is this Elliot Ness? Yeah, <laughs> this is Elliot Ness. It's not like Elliot Ness. <laughs> no, see, no, this isn't me. See, <laughs> copper. Are you a copper? See, you a copper. Yeah. Damn you, a copper. See. So he ends up going to uh, work for the Office of Defense to fight a campaign against social diseases, a.k.a. sexual diseases. Social diseases now yeah. is like Facebook and shit. That's true, I yeah. So he's basically busting disease. up uh, prostitution in communities around military bases where VD was a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he goes and becomes chairman of the Diebold Corporation, which is a safe and security company which still exists today. What is he runs doing? voting machines. He's, he's like, just bouncing job to job, man. The he's CB's in corporate like, America. Sh- 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 yeah. We got venereal disease on 20 much. the Q. Yeah. <laughs> Report, we got the infection then his second wife divorces him he <laughs> runs for mayor of cleveland doesn't pull it off and then he's basically broke and he works as a bookstore clerk he sells electronic parts frozen hamburger patties um that shit is like the bottom some motherfucker took out capone yeah he fucking started strong and finished fucking sad yep selling sad hamburger fuck, pads and electronics he got one put job the, put the torso torso murderer can i interest yeah. you in, in a crystal radio home. Yeah. or perhaps yeah. some fresh right. never frozen right. patties what yeah. in the fucking door-to-door salesman job was that and then the prime rib he fucking it today. was mostly penniless when he died of a heart attack in 1957 um they ended up a donor built like a giant fucking tomb thing for him it's um, one of those. I mean, it's the it's the Nikola Tesla story. I thought you know the what same I mean? thing like when he, I read this. Like right. Nikola Tesla was this great inventor of the day, you know, what I mean? and still to this day, you know, what I mean, some of his inventions are fucking inspired what we use every day today, and and uh, yeah, day to day, yeah, every day to day, and he he, you know, died fucking lonely and, and penniless, yeah. you know, and lonely, like this guy's fucking just a drunk. That's, you know, how, that's how I'm going right. out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, I guess it's the proper way. Fuck you. You're going to just leave And he it had all. like two or three divorces right yeah. there at the end that's and rough, all this stuff. Know. So, yeah, it was a, it was a rough ending. Rough but go. Hell of a fucking run. I mean, Elliot Ness, you know, 
brought down Capone, cleaned up the fucking shittiest city in America, and then that was his that was his legacy. All right. Uh episode five sixty, the Grim Sleeper. Uh Nicholas Norris at rub underscore a underscore cub. What the fuck kind of handle is that? Rub a cub? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cub, cub. Yeah. Gonna win a t-shirt for sharing on Instagram. Thank you for interacting and tagging. Frankie Pigeons is gonna reach out to you and get your information. And I will pack up and send you a t-shirt and some stickers. Uh thank you for doing that. Social media interaction is huge for us. It really does help. Uh, appreciate when you do it, and we we reward you for doing so. We give away prizes every week for such things. So um just like. I mean, you're scrolling through there. A lot of times you probably laughed at the clip and you didn't fucking hit the little heart, didn't hit the little fucking like button. Uh, do that for us. Share it. it. <clears throat> Share it if you can. Um, leave a comment, a genuine comment. You guys like to write balls on there. Just because I said that right now, we're gonna get twenty seven balls I'm comments. Balls. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it just it what it does is you know, it doesn't really help, but when we look at it, it's like, oh, people are listening at least. It helps because right. it's the people outside the taco truck. That's what. That's why it helps. When other people browse by, they're yeah, like, yeah. Well, goddamn, they got a fucking. Well, I know, but somebody just goes in there and, and pulls and says balls. Like it doesn't oh, really. That like, doesn't help. It doesn't. Well, it, I mean, it does in a sense. Like, oh, we know people are listening because we know that you said balls. Right. And well, then other they're going to go on the there. Balls. Yeah, other people see the balls and they're like, what, what's that mean? Yeah. Like, I don't balls? get it. It must be an inside joke. Yeah. Podcast about testicles. Right. What's yeah. going on? What's all of our podcasts are about Basically, testicles? It's been One mentioned. way or another. We make yeah. sure. If you, if you look deep, there was a reference yeah. to testicles in most yeah. episodes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and the of, Cleveland Steamer. I mean, they yeah. fit that in there. Yeah. Every episode, there's yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, we are also brought to you, or not brought to you, but we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, go over to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Ectoplasm. Mm-hmm. Um, Both foreign podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where's uh, Jason from? Uh, I forgot. I, I don't know. Zimbabwe or something, something like that? Like that. Yeah. Something like White that. India? Mm-hmm. Kerplunkistan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kerplunkistan. Yeah. I, if you look at him, his eye, he's very, his his head shape. Have mm-hmm. you noticed his head shape? It's oblong? Like the shape of his like, head. Like a jelly bean? It's like, yeah, it's broccoli-ish. <laughs> broccoli-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Just his haircut? It's I don't know. No, there's like a taper the to it. Skull, mm-hmm. yeah, it's shape. It's a taper. It's misformed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. kind of caveman. Great podcast though. Caveman. Yeah. Great yeah. Just listen to him. Don't look at him. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Got a face also, made for podcasts. Yes, definitely. El Yucateco Hot Sauce is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious and delicious. You can find it at most major grocery stores. Um, go find some and put it in your mouth hole. Um, I've been eating. Uh, I ran out of Triple X as I said last week, so I've been on the Caribbean kick right now. You could and go to the store and get some. I could. I'm gonna. I just I haven't been to the store like in a long fucking time. I rarely have to go to the store. Got fucking my daughter got a driver's license. She goes grocery shopping and shit. Nice. Kind of awesome. Yeah. About time. So, About time. Um, if you some. haven't had it, you should try some. If you find it in the wild, take a picture and tag us. Tag Teco. Um, go to the gear store, buy some stuff, show them some love, tell your friends about it, buy a bottle yeah. for your friend, yeah. bomb someone with some hot sauce, yeah. you know, or just bomb them, and walk, in and walk in and blow everybody up mm. with One delicious hot sauce set yes. by setting it on the table. That's what yes. I said. So yeah. do that. Um, also, uh, printer cheap, go over to printercheap.com. You can order printed goods. Um, they have the Invincible stickers over there. Last to the Bakersfield too. Sun. Dot .net. Printercheap.net. Yeah. Check that yeah. one out. I don't think it redirects. That's for losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that one. <clears throat> Stole that from iCarly. <laughs> iCarly with her pair laptop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen so many episodes of iCarly. It's fucking ridiculous. My kids watch the fuck out of that. It's actually a good show. We made spaghetti it's tacos. Actually we made spaghetti show. tacos because of it. Yeah. It's actually a good yeah, show. It is. Like, what's the, like what's the older? No, no, no. Not, oh, who? The older guy that that lives there, the that fucking guy that lives there, the Pat, Pat Uncle Pat Morita. 
The uncle. Pat Morita. <laughs> no, that's that's Mr. Miyagi, right? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, well, that's Al from Happy Days. Oh yeah. What's what's Mr. Miyagi's name? Pat something. Pat Morita. No, it's like oh, <laughs> fucking O'Reilly or something. Pat Morita. Who'd you just say? Al from Happy Days. <laughs> it's cyclical. <laughs> it's a circle. Yeah, they were both played by Pat Morita. Oh, he's in Happy Days. I yeah, didn't know that. Fuck yeah. I don't picture that at all. Yep. Like it's been hacked. <laughs> it's not possible. I don't feel like he's old enough to There were pull two all that Al's. Out. There were two Al's. Okay. One was Pat, Pat Morita, Morita. And the other one wasn't. That's, and they switched at some point. Pat Morita is, is Mr. Miyagi. Right. But yeah, also, he, he played Mr. a part on Happy Days, apparently. Noriyuki is his real name. Mm. No. Motherfucker. His name is, <laughs> he has an Americanized name. Noriyuki? No, his Pat Morita name is Americanized. Pat. Marita, yeah, that's like, that's like not, nobody's gonna say Noriyuki. Oh, it was Noriyuki Marita. Noriyuki Marita mm. as his real name, yeah. and they called him Pat. His agent told him to change it. Yeah, print dirt cheap. Go over there, check it out. Also, check out Jimmy D's tees. Um, he makes t-shirts. He sells t-shirts. He can make them for you, or you can just buy some from him that he already made that are cool. So go check those out at JimmyD'sTees.com. Check out uh, SKR Apparel at S U I K E R. Um, apparel.com cool stuff over there check out retro vague check out mindframe podcast um got a bunch of episodes now which is episode 18 coming out this week yes. and a sit down episode for every one of those and a whole bunch of preludes and prologues and interludes in between all of that so there's a shit ton of episodes to binge now i was looking at that i was like damn i was looking at the instagram scrolling there's through i was like we did there. that many episodes so it's a cool podcast check it out also check out brewing the 99 podcast that's brad's magic podcast um, and I think it's that, sir. That is all I have. Is that it? That's it. Uh, we have a new Skull Member of the Month this month. Yes. And it was uh, two to one uh, votes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he's given us a lot of whiskey, and we thank him for it. Uh, today's whiskey, not so great in my book, uh, which was my vote out for him. But, you know, it's two to one. It's a democracy here. And it's uh, Matthew D. Adams. <laughs> So it was explained to me by these two gentlemen sitting across from me that, you know, he's a really good guy. Yes. He, he gave us a lot of whiskey. Yes. And he's pretty much bought the position. So he bribed uh, us. It was, he like bribed a, us. it was like a pie yeah. like a, with $500 us. in Because they weren't all bad. Today, today, uh, uh, well, you wouldn't know. And that's preference. No, I mean, the, yeah. I, think. I mean, it's uh, like some people like pineapple pizza. Some it's one of those. Don't. It's one of those. It's the thought that counts. Well, here's you, the you thing. I, I mean? actually, I applaud the attempt because. He he wanted to give us something different, mm-hmm. it's definitely but he different. didn't give us some shitty liqueur thirty yeah, percent no, I, I fucking that. I get that. flavored bullshit. It's he not was his like, this fault. is still really no, no. whiskey. It's not his fault that it's shitty. Right. It just happened to be right. like I didn't like it. Yeah. And, and he walks Brent the line did, with yeah. with like cherry and pistachio and shit. He's got yeah, a, yeah. a little brave. He's taking yeah. risks. Which is fine because I like Oh, did to- he give us that bullshit cherry one? No, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was bullshit. Um, that one was weird. That was very cherry Yeah. Cherry yeah, cherry. And, you know, I appreciate that. You know what 100%. I mean? I appreciate it because, you know, same old shit. It's, it's easy to pick. Uh, it, you know, it's something that you wouldn't try necessarily Never. that, that Never. it might be really good. Right. You know what I mean? You, you might try it and be like, holy it's fuck. It's even why like, I, I appreciate that bullshit this. cherry one. It's yeah. Like, I never would have drank that in my never. entire fucking but life. But somebody really you know? likes it, yeah. you know, and, and you know, and somebody has, lost his taste buds in the war. Yeah. So somebody is gay. Well. Yeah. Somebody yeah. as gay as him. You know, right. it's, he really loves it. Um, but, you know. Pop-Tarts and Dick taste the same to him. He doesn't know. He doesn't you know. know what I mean? So it's, it's like it's he has thoughtful. permanent COVID. He had COVID before COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got broken. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. From Pop-Tarts so, and Dick. Yeah. 
And that's just because the, I mean, the dick going in and out of his mouth so fast, it mm-hmm. burned off. The friction, yeah. Yeah, the friction burned all of his taste buds. You got the hot buds. Yeah. Is that what they're called? They're called hot, hot buds, buds, yeah. If you do it too fast, they're called hot buds. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, so. you burned the bottom of my dick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> got them hot buds. Does it smell like peanut butter? No. You know how you do the Indian burns? Smell like yeah. peanut butter? Does it smell like peanut butter? Yeah, I mean, you do the Indian burns. No, Indian like, burn hurts. You're yeah. just trying to give me an Indian burn. And no, see if I smell no, no, no. The skin smells like peanut <laughs> Stay butter. Stay away from me. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine bragging you a fucking man Indian oh, burn. Oh god damn. Yeah. A man Indian burn. You know, when you're little in Indian burn. burn. Yeah. yeah. Man, man Indian, Indian burn. burn. Yeah. <laughs> man deep burn. Yep. Oh. Mm. Oh man deep. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> the Indian weird. names like Mandeep is a woman. You know what I mean? Is right. it? Yeah. Yeah, Mandeep would be a woman. I think I have a male customer named that. Really? Mm-hmm. No, that's probably Raj Jeep. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. You drive a Raj. I'm going to put yeah. Raj on the back of the Jeep yeah. now. Yeah, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> Next <Ooh. time. laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. Thank you, uh, Matthew. We'll learn a little bit about him this month. Uh, won't let everything out of the bag, but uh, man, he's got some private things. Right. Private, yeah, really private things that uh, we can't really get He's into. confided, though. He might let yeah, a little out here. Yeah, there's a little yeah. out. Yeah, that's what some I said. of it was in the nest. Some of it's yeah. public. Yeah. yeah. He's told us which, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll respect that. Put some spec on. I it. said we put all his private stuff in a hat, and we just pull it out and see what's, see what's, see what, what happens. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Except for that thing about his uncle. That's like yeah, and the mole. That yeah, yeah, the, the mole. mole for sure. That's the too moles, private. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be embarrassing if people yeah. found out about that. Yeah. yeah, on the head of your dick, like yeah. what the fuck? Giant, yeah, <laughs> crazy, moon, bro. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Um, if you're on uh in, if you're on Reddit and <laughs> if you're on Reddit, get R4 slash Suffolk Podcast. Uh, the winner of the hot sack was from there this week. Good job. Congratulations. And uh get on there and share and comment and talk and do all that good stuff on the Reddits. Uh Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. And our personal Instagrams, I'm at Razor Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Elikateka underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Tees. And Podbelly on Instagram. Go uh, like them and do some commenting. We appreciate it. And that's pretty much it. Sofa King Podcast playlist is on Spotify. And you can find that by searching. Just search Sofa King Podcast. And don't forget to go to Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast supports the show. And if you want them bonus episodes, get on there for a dollar. Don't hurt. Ain't going to hurt you. Get on there and, and get a listen. Yep. Pretty much it. Don't be a retard. Your eardrum like a slug to your chest Like a vest for your gym